So, here we are again. Hello, everyone. In a nutshell, podcast episode four with my friend Drew Russ. Hi, how's it going? It's going. It's going. It's been a been an interesting last week since the last episode. What about you? Yeah, you know, been kind of just trying to get some uh, writing a lot of pitches for some other music videos. I can't really name yet, you know. Cause House I wanna... of life. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, just, good just... stuff coming in. Just been busy on the grind. Hell yeah, that's like you know, uh, just being able to want to talk about something that you can't talk about. Yeah, it's the it, fucking worst. Yeah, it's yeah, but you don't want to talk too much. Yeah. So this episode we have our good friend Luke Holland, which is a human drum machine, and <laughs> the that's probably saying it the lightest I could say. He's an absolute monster. You probably already know him. And we're get, we have our good friend Tino from Of Mice and Men, the youngest of Fuegos. The littest mohawk does have a nice mohawk. does have a nice mohawk and <laughs> funniest best dude. So to be honest, we weren't as prepared for this podcast as we were the others. Yeah, <laughs> but that's why we're gonna give you guys a double whammy with some fucking drummers talking about shit, which is probably what I should just rename my guest section as is just drummers Drum- talking about shit. Drummers talking about shit. Cause I, I mean, feel like that's, you know, I've had some already pretty great drummers and it yeah. probably will only ever be. Well, drummers cause yeah, I mean, that's a little Beavis and butthead title, <laughs> you know, drummers <laughs> talking about shit, man. You exactly. know, well, yeah, kind of, but you know, I have to, I got to stick with my kind, man. Maybe we'll I just, just pick, don't, I don't know on the same wavelength as those. Just pick a pun. Lead singers. Oh yeah. The guitar players or, yeah, drummers talking about like you know stuff not like paradiddles. Not like paradiddles. Yeah. yeah, and uh, flams. Yeah. yeah, what kind of axis pedals are you guys using nowadays? Fuck, man, I ain't using an axis pedal. Come on, and, you know that's what they say. Like or like, oh, these drum. Like, there's always a guy who uses like the one gear everyone agrees like is not the best, but he's like, oh, it's the best. I'm using the Duelist triple pedal, <laughs> which is actually a thing. They have a triple pedal. Yeah, I don't wow. know how to. I don't really know the physics I don't know. behind how it. How fast but... would that go? Like, I don't know. I See, mean, probably faster than I'd want to ever play in yeah. any band. <laughs> yeah. My and, hands would have to keep up with that some way. Yeah, I don't get it either. Um, but uh, what what music have you been checking out? Or any other drums? Uh, I've been lately? listening to Silence lately. Yeah. Just Silence. Nothing. No new music. Nothing. No, been watching Ozark. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the second season just came out. And if any of you watch the show, I... Hopefully this doesn't ruin it for you. I've noticed that <laughs> I've started noticing with Jason Bateman's character at the end. It'll be like, he'll be like, we have to be honest with each other. Do you understand me? There's the, do you understand? Or do you understand me? Every character says it so much. And I just mm. noticed it and it almost ruined it for me. So if you watch that show, I watched the first so, episode. Do you understand me? If you watch that show? <laughs> yeah, Totally. Anything you've been checking out? Um, you been- dude, I listened to the new uh, Suicide Boys album yesterday. I mean, I dr- on a ride. That was cool. True. I, you know, it's a little more like chilled. I was expecting kind of like crazier, you? crazier I'm stuff. <laughs> no. Um, what else have we listened to? Uh, I was li- actually was listening to Mac Miller last night. Cause yeah, that's yeah, that's really rest sad. in peace. I, yeah, that's, yeah, that's it's a that's bummer, an artist, man. Especially twenty six years old. That's that's sad. There's been a lot of very young. Very talented people getting into the wrong shit. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's very sad. Rest in peace. Yeah. To the boy. Mac yeah, Miller. I definitely 
enjoyed his last couple albums uh, ever since the Watching Movies album. So, yeah, well, so I listened to that. I mean, I don't know, I've been kind of listening to the same stuff. Oh, the new Eminem, obviously, everyone's been talking about. Honestly, I haven't even listened to it at all yet. I know it's probably really good, but... You gotta be in a The internet's making me hate every... (laughs) (laughs) Making me hate everything right now, and I kind of don't want to check out any of it. I love Eminem, though. He's, yeah, he's it's he just talks crap on everyone, and it's like pretty funny. You yeah, know, it's funny because if you go to MGK's Instagram and you look at the comments, it's all, it's most people are saying you got bodied by M, you got yeah. served. Hey, going to Eminem's funeral, y'all want anything <laughs> or whatever else? And then you go to Eminem's page, and it's all, yo, when's the diss back? MGK bodied you, brother. Yo. Yeah, MGK had that ass, and yeah. it's kind of funny how like the opposite fan, it's like those fans so f- aren't commenting on the one they're actually a fan of, but they're just yeah. yeah. It's the internet. It's so place. funny. It's like what what is what is going on? Just go outside, you know. Just like um, <laughs> you probably have your own problems you need to deal with. <laughs> uh, so, whose interview do you want to go into first? I have not heard them. Well, that's because you're never here for me, Drew. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was mean. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll start with Luke's. His was a little more brief. Um, yeah, I've been trying to get it done, get a get a call with him in for a minute. He's a busy man. I am not as of late, but <laughs> every time we try to do it, something came up on either of our side. But we finally got it. Finally got it. He's a fucking only got a chance to really hang out with him a few times. But watching that dude play and picking his brain about a couple things is awesome. Like we talk about. Uh, his project with Jason Reeves Richardson, the master guitar shredder. We talk about uh, him moving out to California and just a bunch of, you know, shoot mm-hmm. the shit type shit and playing with Thomas Lang over in Asia. Shout out to Asia. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, shout out so, Asia. <laughs> appreciate Luke being on it. He's a fucking monster and inspiration. Been watching that dude since he was just a quote unquote YouTube drummer. But mm. yeah. So here we go. Sweet. Hello. Hello. Yo, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> You're good, dude. Not your fault. This uh this is my first time doing this, so Dude, yeah, it's like my second and I'm still Adam Elmakai has had to like walk me through it. <laughs> <laughs> so how you been, dude? Man, I've been good. Just the most cliche answer, just staying busy as hell, man. Hell yeah, I saw you moved out the fucking the the angels of the lost art los angeles whatever it is <laughs> yeah dude I, I moved out from arizona in march so i live oh, in yeah. uh hollywood hills right now and damn that's gotta be wild it's beautiful man very very cool house do you have a car or do you just uber everywhere because i probably would just do that i do have a car um i got a jaguar a few months hell ago yeah. um hell yeah yes. Dude, it's sick. I love it. I got the, it's called the F-Pace. It's like the SUV, you know? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, you used to have the, what, Subaru? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, I just got a Subaru. I had a Jeep SRT, but I was spending too much on insurance and gas. Oh, and yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I had the, the BRZ, like the coupe. But it was just so small for a drummer. Like, just didn't oh, make yeah. any sense. <laughs> you have to take like three trips for one kit. Oh, dude, it was bad. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, but I've been uh, I've been seeing you doing a bunch of gnarly shit, like playing with fucking Thomas Lang and all the the pretty much 
best drummers ever how'd that come about man so the thomas thing that was back in 2014 uh basically just got this email from dw who i just signed with maybe three or four months prior yeah and they were like hey so we had this idea with thomas lang thomas lang reached out and wanted to work with you like, all right <laughs> well yeah it's pretty crazy so um and they ended up flying their like private plane. DW has a private plane that they use to fly to Mexico and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, they flew that over to Arizona That's to pick me dope. up. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was, it was wild. So That's so sick. And then it turned into this production where like we landed back in California and we went to a salon. Like they didn't tell me anything. They're filming the whole thing, and I get to I like all right, we're at a salon, and I I walk in and it was just Chad Smith in there by himself. He's like, okay. What are you guys doing here? <laughs> <laughs> oh funny seeing you guys here yeah dude it is so good dude that's wild but yeah like how how much different is doing that kind of stuff i this is something i physically just wanted to ask you because i've only really got to talk to you a couple times yeah i just wanted to pick your brain about shit like that you know it's interesting because that's just a world that i know nothing about and it's got to be so exciting just like you're traveling because of your drumming skills and you're you know with the fucking gnarly you know uh, with you know the thomas langs and the tony roysters and not the you know that's, dude it's uh it's pretty just, fun it's, man it's it's honestly not like something i thought i'd be doing with my drumming but yeah. it's just kind of the route that that one of the routes that i've been going um that's but man, awesome. it's it's super cool it's it's uh like i just did my first asian drum clinic tour actually my first drum clinic tour ever and i sold out Damn. the entire thing <laughs> That must have been like, yeah, that's crazy. It's just as one, especially drummers. I feel like it's like the one, you know. There's you could see like a like a solo guitarist like doing tours and stuff, but a drummer doing tours and selling out places as a drummer. That's like yes. that's another whole another level of like, yeah, that's that's impressive, dude. That's Thank sick. you, man. Thank you. It's yeah. I mean, I didn't know what to expect. I knew that because I have a, I have a very large Asian following because of the YouTube channel stuff. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I didn't really know what to expect, and, and it blew my expectations out of the water. Um, so in October, I'm actually going to China for, I think, three weeks, um, just doing drum clinics out there. Strictly China for three weeks, so that'll be That's so right. Fun. Yeah, we've never been there. It's got to be dope. You never been there? I'm actually surprised. Oh, uh, we've had a layover in Hong Kong. We played like Southeast Asia. We've done um, Japan a few times. We've done like actual China. We've like we've done like you know the Singapore. Uh, we've done you know, uh, Indonesia and that kind of stuff. We've never actually played China, but oh, wow. we want to. But there has yeah, there hasn't really been too many bites there. It's, so <laughs> it's kind of hard to route in with other shit all the way over there. Yeah, I feel yeah. you. It's got to make sense for sure. Singapore is yeah. awesome, huh? Dude, it's, yeah, it's beautiful, but I'm scared to like look at, like breathe wrong over there. <laughs> but, like, the laws are so wild, but it's like one of the most beautiful places I think I've ever been. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's pretty next level. Yeah, I was smoking a cigarette after we landed at the hotel, like right outside the lobby, and there were like one or two fans out there, you know, just waiting. And I I went to just like I wasn't putting the cigarette on the ground. I was next to the ashtray. I was just kind of like making sure it was out before I put it in the ashtray. And before I could even like lift up to put it up, they were like, looking at me with this terror, like, you, you're not going to throw that on the ground, are you? Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not. And then I found out later, like, the laws for littering are pretty wild. 
Yeah, so. dude. I guess you get you literally get caned. Yeah, like publicly, like yeah, like caned so and tight. shit. Yeah, I mean, part of me just for like just to do it before I die, like you know, just kind of <laughs> want to throw a piece of gum on the ground and be like, do I get well? How many lashings is that? Like two? I think I could take it. Take <laughs> you that. You let me go afterwards. Take that society. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, dude, I feel like I've watched you growing up from before you even in the world word alive, your uh, your YouTube videos and shit. It's and being like this dude rips. Oh, thank so, you, man. Yeah, but enough with all that. Yeah. What yeah. do you think about the Spider-Man game coming out tonight at midnight? Midnight. Are you getting it? Oh, dude, I actually haven't seen anything about it. Does that wait? What? Okay. Dude, okay. it comes out. Do you what? What system you got? Okay. Little disclaimer. All right. All right. Little all right. disclaimer. When I moved out here to Los Angeles in March, I left all of my video games, all my consoles, and everything okay. at my I respect house in that. Arizona. I respect that. Yeah, dude. And it, I, it I bums me out, but I respect that. That's that's definitely a probably a hard move, but probably a good. It move. was it was at first, and now I'm so glad that I don't have them because it's just. I mean, dude, don't get me wrong. Like half my sleeve is Final Fantasy. It's like I'm. Yeah, a but at a nerd. point, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's it's just such a, a waste of time. I agree. Yeah, pretty much I am like, the, I'll, I'll play the games like Fortnite, GTA, or, uh, you know, like games I can just kind of dip at my toes in and out for 30 minutes or an hour. I, I'm not good at those, like, World of Warcrafts, like where you sit there for hours and hours. <laughs> but I, I'm Spider-Man is a game I've been stoked on for a minute. Dude, yeah, I haven't even seen I'll have to check it out. Yeah, the trailer's sick. It's really tight. Well, now I want to watch it. Hell yeah. I'll watch it later. I'll text you. Yeah, I'll but, let you know. Hell yeah. And then uh, another thing, how's working with Master Shredder? How's Jason, what? Working with the other Master Shredder, Jason Reeves Richardson. Ah, good old JR. So, yeah, so he's a lunatic. <laughs> um, no, I'm just playing. He's, he's uh, insanely good you know obviously like and, and it's really oh, cool yeah. because my guys in the word alive are all really really good at what they do too but jason is just like you know he's just one of those savants so like it was really cool. everything and like numbers and like bionic code in his brain going on while he's like playing his exactly exactly so like <laughs> yeah. it, it's really cool to work with somebody like i remember when we first started working together i think it was late 2015 it was just really cool to work with somebody that's like also wants to push you know the boundaries of the the instrument you know what yeah I'm saying? genres and whatever and just like you know writing whatever comes out that's just like you know just just doesn't make sense but makes sense in the best way kind of thing exactly so like it's it's been really really rad and it's made me a better drummer for sure and yeah well, we, we both kind of push each other yeah, I wanted to come. I wanted to see one of those shows, but even just the videos, watching just you two like playing together, I'm just like my head's just like it's like the animals as leaders or you know just certain like that kind of thing. Where you're just watching and trying to figure it out, but you're just like this just sounds cool, so I'm just gonna watch <laughs> and not try to figure it out. Yeah, dude. yeah, it's funny. Like when we first wrote that stuff, um, you know, we didn't we didn't anticipate performing it live and. And we started getting the, the tour offers once we got first week numbers. We we were like, no way. So Damn. 
so it was just supposed to be just like something you were gonna put out online and just see like what happened maybe yeah put out, exactly like, you know. jason just had this create creativity and in, in the stuff that he wanted to get out and then it ended up just being this thing <laughs> so <laughs> dear how, how can like relearn every single thing oh man um but now everything's just muscle memory you know like we don't even think yeah. about it anymore I'm sure that shit you had to get like transcribed. You know, you, that's not one thing you just be like, "Oh, play the song again." And we'll just jam it out. Like that would probably be hell. You know, have to like sit there and literally like. I surprisingly, mean, yeah. I just I just learned it by ear. And, hell yeah. Yeah, like I feel like if I was to try to transcribe that out, I would just have an aneurysm or something, <laughs> or a really bad panic attack or some shit, or, or the both. You know? <laughs> so, so how many ideas when you first like? Because I know uh, I have probably 200 dumb starts of songs or whatever, whether it's beats or, you know, demos that never got used on my computer. How many how many solos and riffs did that dude have on his computer when you guys met up? And I was like, well, I have this idea and this idea. Well, it actually didn't quite work out that way. This is kind of how it worked out. He, um, I was going to Australia with The Word Alive, and uh, Jason and I had met on a, on a Chelsea Grand The Word Alive co-headliner. Okay. And um, everybody's like, dude, you got to check out this Shredder, Jason. And I was like, all right. And I was like, holy shit, this guy's crazy. And we wrote on that tour together a song, just the like, maybe the first 45 seconds minute of a song called Fragments, which has uh, the singer of Vale of Maya and Mark from Periphery on it as well. Oh, sick. And uh, so then I broke my foot and then I <laughs> flew home. <laughs> and so during that time after that tour... He quit Chelsea Grin, and he he hits me up. He's like, "Hey, I'm doing a solo album." It's like, good. Like you should be. I don't know why you're. Yeah. No, no, uh, no offense to Chelsea Grin. Their their music's great. Yeah, and, but he's just uh, he's on this. Uh, yeah, he's. Yeah, he's, you know, he's just yeah, like yeah, I know he's a shred he's, guy. He's a shred lord master five thousand. So it's like there's no room for that much shred in a band. It's got to be a shred exactly. band. I feel like it has to be a band dedicated to shred. Exactly. So he sent me yeah. a song called Omni. Um, oh, I was yeah. in Australia, oh, yeah. which is the first track we released, and uh, he was like, "Yo, you want to do drums for this?" I was like, "Yup, this is crazy." So he had over half the album already written by that time. Damn. So he spent, yeah, that's some that's some savant shit for sure. Yeah, no, I wish I, I wish I could like finish songs by myself, like <laughs> without having like someone to bounce something off of, <laughs> and have it be that good as well. Yeah, I mean, he, he was very, like, he took his time, though, you know. But to be honest, yeah. I don't think he has tons of ideas. I think he kind of just took one song and then, like, perfected it and then moved on to the next. And that was kind of how it nice. worked. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. That's probably a good idea. I think a lot of times I've probably started writing something cool and then I'll over, and then by the time I'm done with the idea, it doesn't sound like anything I've started with. It's just like, all right, that's cool. I should move on, but I don't. And now it sucks. <laughs> That's tight. That's yeah. This shit's really cool. Yeah. Uh, are you guys planning on doing more like touring for as of now, or just kind of just chilling until something so, comes yeah, up? Yeah, we've been kind of chilling for a little bit um, because we want to, or we're writing album two. Um, nice. So yeah, that's. But there's a lot of other stuff happening currently that's kind of hindering that process, but. It's definitely going to happen. Um, we what released the, one is, single <laughs> since One, which is the name of the album that Jason named it One. Um, 
called Tendonitis, and that song is like it's very fast. Uh, it's it's a it's a pretty crazy song. You have to check it out. But it's called Tendonitis. Oh, yeah. That'll be on album two. But I think we're we're gonna. Well, I can't say too much. But yeah. All right. Was it are the suits holding you back? No, actually, <laughs> I'm just kidding. you know, <laughs> like you never know, man. Yeah, we're not stopping <laughs> anybody, which is sick. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so it's probably a good thing. It is, you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. But dude, yeah, I'm excited to hear that shit. That, Thanks, man. It's a mind fuck in the best ways. <laughs> yeah, he's nuts, dude. Yeah, anything else you wanted to fucking... Yeah, this is just kind of, you know, want to bullshit and just see how you were doing, see what you were up to. Yeah, if man. anything, you wanted to let anyone know that any fetishes, any secret loves of SoundCloud rappers, any... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love K-pop right now. Damn, I... Man, yeah, I... I've, there's a couple I don't know the names I've heard, but it's the the catchiest shit I've ever heard. I don't it's know so every good. time I hear any of it in passing, I'm just like, man, this is good. What I was like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, <laughs> it's some name I've never heard of, but I'm like trying to find on Spotify, I can't find it. BTS, Black. I've heard that name for sure. So BTS is like the biggest one right now. They're the one that's like exploding in right. Western culture. Because okay. they, they do a little bit of English in there. The music is super catchy. The music videos look like every 10 seconds looks like a budget for a normal American like music a night, video. Yeah, like back in the early 2000s, U.S. music video or, or late like, 1990s. Yeah, like, like, like millions of dollars like budget. Millions of dollars ah, on this sick. shit. So it's so sick. Um, that's sick. So yeah, that's that's what I've been into lately. And um, I have yeah. a lot of things developing in, in the... I mean, in Asia, really. Um, That's and, awesome. And cer- certain connects that I've made. Um, I can't say too much, but basically, one of my my goals right now is to be playing for those artists uh, because I love it. Like it's so sick. I love what they do. Uh, as oh, you, yeah. As you know, you've been to Asia multiple times. It's their culture and everything is so amazing, and it's just oh like, yeah, they're inspiring. so polite. They're so beautiful. It's you know, it's just a whole different world over there. Yeah, it's, it's great. awesome. Yeah, I I wish we like that's awesome that that's a place you're getting a lot of lot of uh, support from because yeah I wish we had more like support there. Dude, it's so crazy! Like I'll tweet a video of me playing. I don't know, just like like bad recording, no no microphones, like bad lighting, and yeah. it gets like twenty thousand retweets. That's wild. Yeah, that's I'm so just sick. Like, what, dude? This is crazy. well. I mean, the playing's probably pretty dope too, but. i try you know but it's just like there's just such an organic thing between me and asia that i I just like i can't like run from it anymore i'm just like all right like we're dude yeah man this is a thing let's let's i see i see why man that's that's awesome i hope eventually our our band gets some uh yeah shout out to all of asia please just listen to us more we want to come back china Indonesia, anywhere, <laughs> anywhere over there. <laughs> just stream them nonstop. Yeah, just put a bot on there or something. A data remember. Like, army. Yeah, a data yeah remember army, exactly. Dude. Calling a data remember army army anywhere in Asia, please. That's what uh, BTS. It's called BTS Army, and they have like millions of of rabid fans. It's crazy. Yeah, I think that is the one I hear the most often, and it's catchy as hell. I couldn't name a song, but I feel like I'm constantly hearing about them and they have that song just, fake love 
Okay, yep. I've definitely, yep. Okay. Man. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome, though, man. I'm glad you, uh, super stoked you were a part of this. Thanks, Still dude. Still at this, well, but, um, uh, what, I mean, what's new with you, man? I, it's been a minute. Uh, we've been home for a hot minute. Uh, a couple, uh, Neil and Jeremy are, or not Jeremy, Jeremy's already married. Uh, <laughs> Neil, Neil and Josh are getting married in these next couple months. So we're kind of waiting to, you know, we're, we've been kind of writing some stuff and, uh, we're, uh, we're always kind of writing some stuff. We got some cool stuff planned, but again, can't say too much, mm-hmm. but definitely ready to get out and do some shit and have everyone hear what eventually we will have. God, it's the worst. Like having, like trying to talk about something, I but know. not being able to talk about something. But being like, "Yo, when I talk about it, you're gonna be stoked." <laughs> but for now, you're not gonna care. Yeah, and you're not gonna know. <laughs> we're still here. We're alive. Uh, Good. Just that is grown up shit's been going on. It's been cool, but I'm definitely ready. <laughs> you know, definitely ready to do some stuff. It's been nice. We've never had like a real break like this. So. Yeah, it's important to, to take a second and just like recalibrate, you know, very, very oh, yeah. important. Yeah, it's so, uh, it's so different. Yeah, I kind of did that when I when I quit The Word Alive. It was December of 2016. Um, I quit and I took a few months. I think like, the, like I was doing some YouTube stuff, of course, but yeah, because, you know, I have to have that creative outlet, but absolutely i think the next thing i did was jimmy kimmel with uh oh yeah with playboy cardi yeah with playboy cardi oh yeah i remember seeing that i was like man i don't know how i got oh was you get did you get that through the eric gerloff yeah From, yeah that's so, dude i was that was so tight i was so stoked watch i watched that live actually oh that's awesome that was fucking tight man <laughs> it was definitely super cool man and like I almost ended up playing for Lil Uzi Vert as well. Like I was super, oh, nice. super close to it, and then he ended up canceling the uh, tour. So that was oh nice. damn, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, thanks Uzi. <laughs> Shout outs to Uzi for yeah. uh, dropping the ball. <laughs> but no, nah, but it's yeah. So it's it's good to take that time and, and be like, oh yeah, I'm a human. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, I forgot what that. I need to do. Yeah, I forgot what being on my own schedule and not going to like, you know, only, you know, being constrained, being constrained to like 30 other people on a tour schedule. I mean, like, <laughs> I can eat wherever I want. I can go swimming if I want. <laughs> you know, I can write whatever music I want. I can, you know, do whatever I want. Just freedom. It's, freedom. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, but dude, I appreciate it again. Sorry I dropped the ball. It's been a, we went to Cabo recently for, uh, Neil's bachelor party. Oh, nice. Was, my body, like, I'm still not fully recovered from that. <laughs> it was, like yeah. Hear. Yeah, it was, it was fun, though. Well, yeah, no but, worries, dude. Um, it was good chatting with you, and uh, if anybody's listening, um, hopefully. thank you, guys. <laughs> you know, hopefully get one or two people. Um, thanks for, for, you know, taking the time to listen to us just chat BS, and uh, thanks for supporting both of us, and Data remember and uh, shout out Luke to Holland. Asia once again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Together. Shouts out to Asia. Shouts out to Uzi Vert. Shouts <laughs> out to Cabo. And yeah, dude, for real, thank you. I'm stoked you uh, decided to help me learn through this process as well and <laughs> shoot course, the shit for man. a minute. I hope dude. to run into you uh, shortly. Yeah, let me know when you're Whenever the fuck we tour again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to come see the house. It's pretty nuts. 
Dude, yeah, I will. Uh, I think we probably are going to be out there before the end of the year for some or other. So I will definitely hit you up. Okay, perfect, dude. Well, uh, take care, man. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Absolutely. Hell yeah. See you get out there. Love you, dude. See ya. Love you too, man. Take care. So yeah, thank you again, Luke. That was the one and only Luke Holland. Shout outs. Shout out. So and uh, the next call we have, uh, talk to. My good friend Tino, Valentino Artiega, I believe mm. you say. I don't know. Sounds I, something spicy. He's, a, he's some, a great dude. We toured with the Mice Men um, a lot. They're great dudes. Um, great band. Great Mohawk. Great again. Mohawk again. again. He has he, great he, vibes. He's always stoked. he uses he's a always, double kick. He uses two different. He uses kick drums, two right? different kick drums. Cool. I was exactly. like that when I, I saw the first Fuck guy yeah. I ever saw uh, on. MTV was Vinnie Paul, and I there's thought there's too was much awesome. rock in his body for one kick drum. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, so let's yeah. get into that one. We're gonna give you that one two punch with these two great interviews. <laughs> Bam! Oh, let's go. Ring, 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 ring. <laughs> oh, hey, Tino. Whoa, Alex, what's up, dude? Funny to see you here. Yeah, how's it going? <laughs> it's going good. How you doing? Nice, good. Just uh, over here at our uh, at our jam studio, doing a little drum reheading, giving it some shit. TLC, uh, some the Saturday, some Saturday TLC. Yeah, I just had a deck guy come look to replace my deck, so that's always fun. <laughs> so you got a new deck? Well, I'm trying to get one. Mine's all rotten and shit. <laughs> nice, that's sick, dude. Well, yeah, I, it's sick in the sense of like, like. It's sick. Like, not, <laughs> well, like, it like kind of sucked. A, you need it because when I when we bought the house a year ago, it was like they painted over. I well, we found out months into living here, they just painted over this like shitty old rotten deck, and it looked great for like a few months. And then Neil came over one day, and he just like stepped on this one piece of board and almost fell through the fucking deck. And we were oh like, my god! Okay, well, <laughs> that's not fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I'm glad you're on a, my podcast or whatever you want to call it. Totally, dude. To anyone listening who somehow doesn't know of the Teen Master, a.k.a. Young Fuego, What's a.k.a. Crackin'? Fuego Smooth. <laughs> uh, also plays drums for my cement, but that's, you know, neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah. More just Tino Smooth. Yeah, Tino Smooth, Latino Heat. Who knows? You know, <laughs> yeah, Latino that, Heat, that's a good one. There's, I mean, the nicknames, there's so many of them at this point. Tight. Yeah. What have you, uh, yeah. What have you and the fools been up to? It's been a what a couple months since we saw you guys. Yeah, we uh, we played that festival together uh, over the summer, which was super fun. And um, and then we've just been home working on music as always. Same. And um, kind of like now, summertime is just about over. If it's not officially over, I'm not sure. But, um, but yeah, so it was nice to get to spend time at home and, uh, over here in Huntington beach, orange County. Sounds like, and, shit. uh, you know, <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, we're so used to going and touring and the festival circuit, um, here stateside, um, and then abroad too, you know, like, oh, yeah. so summer is such a crucial time to tour and, and it was nice, you know, with the new album defies out and, um, and we've spent the better part of the last year. Uh, promoting and getting it getting it going and so it was nice to have some time to uh to enjoy our home over the summer and go out and do some festivals like play with you guys 
And um, now we're getting ready for the tour with... Um, We've got some stateside shows with Papa Roach coming up here. Damn, that's going to be sick. Those are the best dudes, best we're band. Go, we're going through Florida, too. Uh, I oh, can't, what? I can't remember, but Orlando? if it's close enough, you got to come out. Um, oh, yeah. I will. If, yeah, hopefully, it's in Orlando. It's probably... I'm, I'm kind of a hermit when we're home, so... It is in <laughs> can't Orlando. Pro- I can't, oh, tight. Fuck yeah, it's yeah. a House of Blues. Are you familiar nice. with that place? Uh, no, never heard of it. Okay. I'm just, no, it's, yeah. It sounds like a blues venue. Um, yeah, it's, and um, it'll be interesting to have P. Roach and the Mice Gang up in there. Oh yeah, dude. That's who else is on it? Is it just you two, or is uh, yeah? It's just us and Papa Roach. Oh, sick. Yeah. So, damn yeah. two band bill. That's fucking. That's awesome. Boom, you know, we're going. We're infesting. You know, it's the mice yeah. and the roaches, dude. We're coming out. <laughs> the vermin tour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's so that's funny. on uh, that's on uh, October 9th. So um, yeah, we got a couple of shows with them over on the East Coast, and then we go overseas and team up with Bullet for My Valentine. Oh, nice! And go demolish out there for a couple of weeks, and yeah. that's going to be sick. Nothing more. Just got added to that tour too, so that's going to be. Oh pretty, man, it, that band's crazy. Yeah, yeah. dude, it's a. It's they have a that crazy freaking, like uh, whatever you call it. The singer always gets on. Yeah, and, yeah, the scorpion. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. I asked that's them. Tight. I'm like, yeah, a, you had to. I'm like yeah, a gear nerd, sure. so when I saw it, I was like, no way, that looks like Slipknot's thing. Yeah, that's and they tight. were like, they were like, it's called the scorpion. It's got <laughs> it all has these, to have a name like that. It's got course. all these levers, and it's sick. And I'm like, dude, that thing is intense. And that's then the tight. guy like rat. You know, Johnny rides he like it. rides it and shit. Yeah. yeah, it's um, it's it's definitely something to see. So, that's gonna be a dope tour, and um, and then yeah, that's pretty much till the end of the year. Oh yeah, and then we go to Japan oh, in uh, in Love November, Japan. December, and do um, uh, some shows with Crossfaith in Tokyo. Oh, sick! That's yeah. gonna be tight. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's kind of busy, but kind of not. You know. Yeah, we're we uh I feel like I forgot what I do in life lately <laughs> for so long. Like we've yeah, been like thing, yeah, do it. we've been like doing stuff. Down but, a little bit, right? Like yeah. you guys some family some new families are happening. Yeah, some and adult shit going on, you know. Um yep. Neil's about to get married, Josh is about to get married, Jeremy had his kid uh in December, his little daughter. Uh so yeah. And I'm just over here like what am I doing with my life? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's awesome. It's a, yeah. it's cool. This is like our first like real like real break. So yeah, for sure. That's getting awesome, man. It. It's getting through it. Yeah, and that's. I mean, it's what's crazy is is you know, for us having been dedicated our lives to like touring and being in a band and stuff like. Uh, Whereas everybody else kind of like, you know, gets a job and then gets married and then buys a house and then has kids and blah blah, blah and like our kind of like trajectory is totally skewed from oh, what yeah, might so be different. the, you know, what might be the general, uh, consensus of what you're supposed to do. And I don't think a lot of people realize how confusing that can be for, oh, yeah. especially you know, no matter how many times and, you go out and do it. And then no matter how many times you get home, it's still so weird. Like like going back and then coming home, it's like still, yeah, still never yeah, like totally. even, even yeah, every time we go on tour, like the first week I'm like, okay, how to, uh, what, how do I how do I do this the tour thing again? <laughs> like, yeah, what yeah. am I doing? Like mentally, and, and, just like and then, throws, and then when throws life you off. Hap- you know, when life happens and you kind of gotta, uh, like you, you and your bandmates kind of have to make decisions together to kind of like, 
you know, yeah, how's, it affects, how's yeah. this decision going to help out everybody else when at the same exactly. time help yourself out? And, and you know, there's it's crazy because there's like no real handbook and there's no real way to like figure yeah. out how to and do those things. And it's crazy because every band like runs their ship completely differently. Like when it comes totally. to like, like the dynamics of like in, in the band or, you know, yeah. all that. And it's sad. I feel like a lot of bands aren't even like really homies. Like a lot of bands, like they, they kind of yeah, are sure. on tour, but like they don't really like... Like, I think we're lucky, like a lot of, you know, uh, you guys seem like you're all really good friends, but even totally, when you're Totally, yeah. Like, I was, was going like, to say, you. I feel like, like you guys and us are very similar in that it's, it's like... That's uh, crucial. Yeah, it's very, it's very close friendship and understanding of people's situations, and, and not every band can be like that, you know? A lot of bands yeah, I don't can think be, I could physically tour as, like, a job if I wasn't friends with people I were with, to be honest, like, dude, just totally, mentally. Totally, and I'm like, yeah. there's been times even in our band, you know, like, on some of those, like winter tours in Europe or just, you know, certain like tours that, you know, you're just kind of grinding over somewhere you've never been too many times. And the conditions are a little subpar and you're flying every other day getting sick. And you're like, man, if I wasn't friends with these people, I probably wouldn't want to be out here. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Even though the shows are great, but you know, that's, that's like one hour of the day out of the other 23 hours. Exactly. Of, of trying to like live your life in a foreign environment and, and every time, you know, it's, it's a little bit different. So I totally feel you on that. And it's super, it's super unfortunate that I think, uh, I think back in the past and I'm sure bands have always dealt with that, but I, I think in the past where like bands are a band of people, a band yeah. of musicians that come together for a common idea and a, and a common, a common voice. And, and it takes communication and it takes sacrifice. It's like a relationship. It's like a relationship with however many other dudes, like they exactly. have to like, you have to like, yeah. Cause I mean, yeah, I feel like, every, yeah, we used to be a lot worse about not like really like talking to each other about shit and then, you know, shit would get bad. And then we finally were like, all right, we just need to like <laughs> swallow our pride. And if we have a problem with something, like, let's just talk to each other. Like we're not like, it's not like we're just some hired musicians that get together and we don't know each other. Like, yeah, like so. There's a lot of emotional investment, and especially the oh, more yeah. time you spend with people, it doesn't matter. Like you, you become emotionally invested and attached, and and to also be able to share such an awesome experience, like performing oh, yeah. music and creating music and being creative with you know people that that you've grown up with and stuff like that, and and see where it becomes, you know, like. I've, that's yeah, that's like, a cool. It's definitely the one of the coolest parts of it for sure. Just totally, because like, then because you, you have someone there. else to like, you can like reciprocate off of. Be like, hey, like, there's only these other four people that are really gonna understand the last like 12 years of my life or whatever. Like, there's not any other person in any other band or a family member or friend at home or girlfriend, wife that like can really truly like relate to st- certain things you like talk about. Totally, which is so, which is yeah, a cool thing, you know. Yeah. Heck yeah, yeah. For, for playing in bands with dudes you love. You know what I exactly, mean? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, friendship. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's friendship, what it, That's what yeah. it's all about. Exactly. Was that a Poly D? Friendship, yeah. it yeah. was, dude. dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, friendship, I, yeah. Dude, I love friendship this time of year, you know? <laughs> Same, dude. It's the best time of the year for friendship. <laughs> friendship season. <laughs> totally. Yeah, dude. Any fucking new Netflix shows you've been watching? Any new stand-up specials? Any new music or anything um i mean i'm into those tv shows that's what i'm asking yeah totally (laughs) i just i just started watching that uh that jack reacher 
is that with, that uh, uh, superhero show kind of? No, it's or the that? one. It's the it's the Tom Clancy adapted for TV or for Prime. Prime. Oh, with the guy from The Office, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I haven't I haven't seen anything about it, but I remember seeing it. We were just in an airport recently, and I saw a fucking uh, like an ad for it, and I'm like, wait, since when is the guy from The Office like a like an a action, action star? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, what? He's getting on his Arnold, dude. He trains with The Rock. It's so. Oh, hard that's body. pretty tight. That's yeah, pretty hard. Yeah, he, I guess he he went through training with The Rock for that, and like for some other roles and stuff. But um, it's pretty good, dude. It's graphic. I was surprised. All right. Like it's an Amazon boy, show. You my said, boy, dude, my boy Jim is out on the front lines, <laughs> dude. He's there's he got explosions. out of that cubicle life. Yeah, no, and and what's crazy is he kind of. So I've, and I've only gotten through the first episode, so I just started it. So I'm all pumped on it. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, he starts out as like a desk dude and, and just gets thrown into it. And it's kind of funny because I, I'm such a huge office fan and, and that's my, like that when I go to sleep, I watch either the office or friends. Oh yeah. Or like Seinfeld or exactly. Or or Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. And something that I've just seen every episode and, and, and especially with like the office that I was, it was cool to see him in something different. Cause I haven't really, he's starting to act like, um, more in more, uh, I guess like different dr- roles. Yeah. Dramatic yeah. roles. Yeah. And that's I guess, the first thing I thought when I even just saw the photo of him as, uh, Jack Reacher or whatever. I was yeah. like, wait, what? I was like, I, I don't yeah. know how I feel about this. <laughs> Which that's, that's super interesting to think about. Like, okay, so like we're musicians and he's like an actor. So he acts and does the same thing. Now, I, I, I can only imagine how hard of a hurdle it must be for him to be like, okay, everyone loved good old Jim, big Well, especially tuna. not only just an actor as a role, it's like, the it's office. the office. Yeah, it's the office. So it's yeah. like not only just like a role, it's like a role in like one of the like most watched shows in the last probably, you know, five, ten years. And then as such a big role, that's got to be so hard. Yeah, and then he's got to then he's got to get over the hurdle to get into like dramatic roles and action movies and stuff. And I think he's killing it. So I think that's pretty yeah, that's, cool to all see. Right, I'm gonna check that out then. That's yeah. yeah. I was interested. I forgot about that. Sick. We were playing Call of Duty together too. You know, it's kind of like uh, I, I did see that 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 new one was coming out pretty soon. Yeah, I've been been doing like nothing. I just got the new Spider-Man game and I haven't even started it yet. I've still just been Fortnite. Fortnite all day. I'm kind of just, I'm I'm kind of waiting until I like have like a whole day where I just don't want to do anything and like except play video games so I can just totally really get in. (laughs) Yeah, but that, uh, that Jack Reacher reminded me of that. Like back in the day, that Tom Clancy Rainbow Six style. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's I'm sure it'll, I'm sure it'll get deep into that, into his world. And, uh, and yeah, he's like a, he's sick. Like I've, I've always kind of had like a, an interest Man in, crush. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, interesting Jim. No. <laughs> nah, Jim's sick though, dude. Slight love interest. Yeah. Who doesn't love Jim, dude? Yeah, you're right. I mean, right. <laughs> I'm more of an Oscar guy myself, you know? Okay. Seems a little more available. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been, uh, have you watched that Ozark show? Uh, I watched, I did watch the first season, but I haven't started the second. Yeah. I'm like halfway through second season. It's pretty fucking good. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Alan, Alan was telling me he caught up on some of that. So he was like, you got to watch the second. Cause he told me to watch the first season. You, know, so. you got to watch the second season of Ozark, man. Yeah. Wow. You sound just like him. <laughs> young Al, dude. Young Al, shout out. Shout out to Young Al. Shout out to AP. Yep. Shout out to Phil. Shout out to the homies. What yeah, exactly. Up? Oh yeah. I forgot about Phil. <laughs> I didn't forget about Phil. No way. Yeah. But, um, yeah, dude. Did you have you listened to any other of the of the episodes of this? I'm still kind of learning. All the, yeah, all totally. The um, I I listened to the first one, and um, and you had the the hip hop. Oh yeah, host, <laughs> yeah. Which that was sick, dude. Like we yeah, always just, we always talk about like hip hop and making beats and stuff like that. So it was cool to hear some yeah, of it's the. Funny because I have so many beats on my computer that I'm, you know probably never gonna actually be used for anything. And uh, my our, my friend Sabrina, who uh, she's like a radio personality at a station here, uh, she we became like kind of decent friends, and she was like, "Yo, I know you do beats. Do you? Uh, can I just like come over every now and then and rap on some of them?" I'm like. Fuck yeah. Like That's if I have so many just sitting there, like, yeah, yeah. we'll use them for whatever. That's cool. Fun. It, it's funny how a lot of people don't realize, well, I guess maybe they do now. And, and that's kind of something that's exciting me is there's a lot more rock and metal influence in hip hop right now. Oh yeah. And it's like a lot of the beats are like breakdowns. Yeah, dude. Like it's super kind of like breakdowns. Yeah. It's super exciting. And, and I've been, I've been super into a lot of the stuff that's been coming out because of the heavy nature and, and yeah. how like screamy it is and how like wild and over the top, you know, like that's what, that's what yeah, excited me like, about metal music, you know, in the beginning oh, yeah. and, and hip hop was not that when I first started listening to metal and rap and hip hop. I mean, people were doing it by no means is this something that is like all new all of a sudden, but as far as getting into the mainstream and having, having there definitely be a big underground rumbling of this oh, like yeah. rap, metal, rock, hip hop, you know, like crossover yeah. that it, it's in the youth right now. Whereas before, oh, yeah. you know, it was a little bit different. So it's shout not, out, yeah. shout out to all a, the artists that are doing that. <laughs> exactly, it's fucking sick. Sure. Hey, rock, rock music is still here and it's, it's infiltrating other genres. So that's good. That can only be good. Absolutely. Be good. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's sick because it makes it more, I don't know. I think people have fun when they listen to rowdy music and, and they listen to music. That's not just like happy this and blah, blah, oh, blah. Yeah, and sure. nah, nah, nah. Like sometimes you need some shit that you want to oh, like yeah. scream My, your head off to. Like I, it's all like you, like everybody needs like a release like that. Oh yeah, dude. I do. It's fun. I have this uh, playlist on Spotify um, that I have just for when I'm driving or whatever. So I don't have to like, you know, fuck with the radio. It's like 400 something songs. I'm still adding, but it's like, if you were to press shuffle on that playlist, like it would go from like, Alan Jackson to like Gucci Mane to like as blood runs black to like, you know it's like the crazy it's <laughs> like so yeah. yeah totally I don't think I'm ever able to like box myself into like one genre because there's just so I don't know I feel bad for people that do that like it's like you're so many other moods and feelings you could be getting from different music and like or yeah whether it's instrumental shit whether it's whatever I don't know yeah and I think that's something that you know when you're when you're younger you kind of like you'll you'll go through the phases of latching on to certain genres and you'll yeah, and be like still listening to others, but not yep. saying you listen to others. Right. And then you yes. finally get to an age where you're like, yeah, I can just tell everyone I listen to. Exactly. And it's Carly so, Ray Jepsen it's and so who cares? funny because I think back to when, you know, 
when I was younger and dude, totally like I would go through phases of listening to this and only listening to this and being like, screw you oh, yeah. for listening to that. I don't like that band. I don't like that artist. And then like <laughs> six months later, I'm like all on this new shit and I'm like, yeah, screw that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Dude. Yeah. I was and such then, a like, little fucking, I was a little shit when it came dude, to me. And then, like, t- when and then 10 years into punk and shit and like hardcore. Yeah. Yep. I was such and, a little fucking shithead. And then it's like 10 years later, you think back and you go, man, I like this huge spectrum of music and, you know, and you have no problem just flipping in between all the different things that, that you appreciate. And I think it, I think it takes a little bit more of a, of a maturing mind to really realize the impact that music has on people's lives and like how, how awesome it is to look back and think like, dude, I love that. I listened to all these like crust punk bands and then got into like, then got into like no effects and rancid and and then got into green day and blink One Eighty Two, and you know, and it's like, and and it's a whole, like you go through the spectrum of, of, of everything that, that is kind of there. And then, and then as you get older, you kind of like double back on, on everything you've listened to and you go, man, this is sick. Oh yeah, but it's funny as well. Also, it's sick. But then, like, there's also a lot of records that were some of my like first favorite hardcore records or whatever else. That like, if I heard that same record today, like maybe say the recording is just god awful. Like, oh dude, if someone yeah. showed me that. T- like, the certain things that were like, I live and die by these. Like, you know, like Evergreen Terrace burned alive by time is probably like one of my like probably the first like full. Oh dude, yeah, I could play that whole record probably front to back on drums like without thinking about it and. But like, and I still love it, but, I, and this isn't throwing shade, but if you just like, if someone showed me that record today, just like, you know, it's definitely recording quality and other parts. It's like, I don't think I would like it nearly as much if at all. I'm just like, there's like, there's a lot of records like that where, oh yeah, like, man, if I showed myself this now, I might be like, oh, this is a cool demo or something or just, <laughs> I don't know. Right, like, right. Yeah. But and- I'm glad I did. There's a lot of records. I'm really glad that I got into when I did because I still like you know I still just I still bump them like to this day for sure totally that it's funny you bring up Evergreen Terrace because that's totally a band that I I actually just pulled that up the other day and um and I was like man I saw a recent performance of them and I was thinking like man that's that's such a vintage song burnt uh oh is it buried alive by time or burned alive by time time. yeah and um and I was just thinking like dude listening to that recording and being like then I went back to a couple other bands that were from that era and like a lot of the stuff I listened to, like kind of sounded like that. And it was like demo what we yeah, think of demo now. It's just definitely like compared to like, if like modern, if day that got recording. released today, yeah. yeah, it would, it would be definitely, I don't think as well received. Like it's to, like for the time it was, you know, it was fucking heavy as dude. Yeah. Sounded, and, you know, it was, it was great. <laughs> yeah and and in and in like relation to everything else that was being put out at that time I remember that recording being like super sick and being like Same. man the drums sound so good and and you know everything was like everything like sounded super cool on that and then you then you'd put in like like uh I don't know like Shy Hulud or something like that yeah. like another another band from over there and and even those recordings like I just bought um I just bought one of their albums on vinyl and I was listening to it and I was like man like when you listen to those recordings now on vinyl is that like the my golden age? You know what oh, I mean? Oh, dude, like, you peaked, man. Those are my those are my oldies. <laughs> like, like dude, those I know are the oldies, doing, yeah. and it sounds like oldies, you know, because it For doesn't sure. sound it really like modern does, metal man. recordings. Yeah, I mean, think about that was what like probably fifteen, 
16 years ago, 17 yeah. or something like that. Like, yeah, it's insane. crazy. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. That's awesome though. Yeah. Like there's a lot of this old Florida. Like, um, I don't know if you ever listened to that band until the end. It was like a hardcore band from South. Oh Florida. dude, definitely. There was uh, Florida had a ton of sick bands coming out of it oh, back yeah. then. Remembering never fucking, uh, fuck man. There's so many, uh, poison the well. Oh God. Po- PT yeah, dove, man. dude. Were they from, your, were they from, <laughs> your, yeah, uh, they're from South Florida. Okay. But I mean, yeah, it was like where we lived, uh, we're from Ocala. So it's like, like smack dab in the middle of Florida. So like if we wanted to drive to Jacksonville for a hardcore show or like South Florida, like everything was kind of like two, three hours away. That's like sick. It wasn't, it wasn't, yeah, too bad. Or Orlando was like an hour and a half. Like to, so it was pretty cool. Florida definitely like definitely still has a scene, but when I was, starting to go to shows and like when I was around the time I was joining the band, like it was instant. There'd be like some two, two or three like rad hardcore shows like a week. Oh. Whether it was in Ocala, whether it was in Orlando, Tampa, whatever. Yeah. What year was that? Uh, it was like 2003, 2004 when I really, really started like, uh, like being in my first few like local bands and stuff. And then totally right before I joined, but yeah, man, it was popping. Yeah, man, those th- that was the time too. That was when the scene was was bumping. Under Oath was probably popping off. They're from Florida too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're that from was... Ocala originally, which is funny. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah, they're actually like, uh, yeah, like. Uh, what they don't even rep it like the I know. boys though. I know. Well, I think Aaron, like um, <laughs> Aaron was the only one that um, was from Ocala. Like he was like one of the once he started it. And I think he was the only one that's still in the band that was uh, from Ocala. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're originally from like my old roommate had a, has this old photo, uh, an actual physical photo <laughs> of Whoa. them playing. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> of them playing like in his driveway and like fucking like 2000, I don't even fucking know, like 2000, 2001 maybe or something like that when they were fucking, sick like black metal yeah like cries of the past and shit dude, yeah, yeah. And all that. that was so heavy the night yeah dude it really was it was so heavy that's like that's like the era i i think back to that time and like i bought i bought that album cries from the past because of the artwork i was like oh wow cool i don't I remember f- the artwork at all i just remember it was the, the si- songs it was, on it yeah or no, it was. I'm sorry. It was the. You're, are you thinking of the um, the one after the first yeah. full length one that was like the city lights and stuff? Yeah, that was the uh, one. That, that was, was the. Um, one. That was. Uh, what was that one? Yeah, that, with that, with that, that had the sun still sleeps. Or yes, whatever. yes, uh, yeah, that yeah. was the one. Yeah. I bought that one sight unseen because I didn't know, and I flipped it over, and I was like, "Oh, dude, solid state, yo, yeah, I'm right. Gonna, I'm gonna like yep. this one. Oh, yeah." I was like, I'm going to love this. And I popped it in and I was like, this is really sick. I loved all the synths. I hadn't like, hadn't heard that before really. And it was kind of dancey. And I was like, okay, like, uh." it's like, I I don't know if I like it, but it's kind of cool. And then, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. And then you're like, like, wait, no, this is tight. That was like (laughs) era of going to shows and then seeing it live. And then them and like Norma Jean would like just be throwing themselves around stage. And it was like, this is the like, coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I feel like I might be wrong, but like, I, and that was also an area I feel like where like you found out bands because there were certain record labels that like what you just said, like face down records, like, you know, had a bunch of sick, like Christian hardcore bands or solid state or like, yeah, totally. whether it's a eulogy record, eulogy or uh, like, I feel like there was more like, yeah, trust the kill. labels because of yeah. Like I feel like at least me personally, like, I I found out a lot of bands just because of 
oh, I like these few bands that are on this label. I'm going to go to this band or label's website. Yeah. And then, you know, like, and maybe that still exists. I could be wrong, but I, I don't know. I think, I think I, to I, a certain <laughs> extent, but I think in the, in the past, we left it up to them because there was no real other. Yeah, true. You couldn't just go on Spotify. Or yeah, you couldn't just yeah. like go and check it out. Like some places you could go and listen to the music before buying it. Like, like yeah, I, I couldn't I think drive I, at this point though. So yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like there's nothing you could do, but you would trust that the label would like keep the sound similar, and it was like a kind of like how yeah, you could count on it because you would just be perusing racks. Yeah. Like there wasn't oh, yeah. like a, like you could have records. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's so many that I just, I feel like had just, I could count on them having at least like not the same style of bands, but at least like the same vein of like, I don't know. It's all, it's weird. It's like they had their own little demographics like depending on the label. That's yeah, pretty cool. totally. I think it still holds true, but the the information's more accessible, so I think labels are able to branch out a lot more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, in a sure. lot of ways, people associate Rise Records with a certain sound. Okay, well, that's de- yeah. I know there are at least but, a couple. I was trying I to mean, think. Rise like, is definitely one of them. There's like 30 other bands that don't sound like your true. what somebody might call a Rise sounding band. You know? And, yeah. And yeah, I think, they, they've been signing bands like yeah, Hot Water Music and uh huh. Some other stuff like that, which definitely wouldn't be the quote unquote rise sounding band, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Damn. Yeah, that's 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 crazy though. Music has changed a lot even in like ten years. Yeah, I used to find I used to find out like the way I would find bands, like then then we would get like hxcmp3.com and then oh, mp3.com. Dude, I found out so dude, hxcmp3 like And you I, just go in I'm the so links. I'm so stoked you mentioned that because like I found out about some of the like Probably they were probably terrible if I listened to some of them. I don't even remember half the like, but I would just download upon download on like all these fucking just random hardcore bands shit that like that I I don't yeah. even I can't even remember half the names, but that was that that and pure volume were like the, my two fucking shits. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that pure volume was still around and they're still like I saw they, they had something at uh South by Southwest or something like that. Damn, uh, I still don't think anything will ever, ever beat my space music. <laughs> yeah, no way. When it comes way. to like just all, when it comes to like as a band using it and when it comes to just being a listener, finding like just I just the way that it was set up, I miss it so much. Like like being on tour and like posting a bulletin if, you're, uh, if your van broke down and having someone like hit you up and you're like, yo, you can yeah. stay at our house for the night in case, you know. Totally. Did or you like, guys you ever, know, or booking guys, shows through did you ever MySpace. use? Did you ever use book your own BYOFL? Do you remember uh, that website? I don't, I don't know. Josh might. Josh did a lot of the um, okay. that side of things back I gotta, then. I got to ask him because there, there used to be a website that you could go to and it was called book your own fucking life. That's it, pretty sick. I've never even was, heard of that. But it was called, but it was BYOFL.com. Ah, and, it, and it was a network for touring bands where every, not every, but like it was a database for cities that oh, had bars sick. that would book bands or clubs that would book bands and promoters. At least like in between shows or something. Yeah. If you absolutely with their, fell, with the their MySpace links. Yeah, with their Jeez, MySpace yeah. links. And whole tours used to be booked through MySpace, hitting hitting up promoters and shit like that. Yeah, we via, definitely used MySpace. I, I never heard of the BYOFL. That's that's crazy. Yeah, which they Josh don't have that anymore. It. But it, you know, it was like a... It was a big thing back then because there was no, 
there was no other um, like database. There wasn't yeah, a, for sure. even MySpace wasn't like that was popping, but you had to be kind of like younger. It still depended, like, it was and, like, and, that and was like still, still. It, it still had to be dependent on like you having enough people to see what you're posting. Exactly. So, yeah. Because MySpace helped us out a shit ton in so many ways. And just, like I said, as a listener, it was so tight. Like, being able to just click something and be like, yeah, I want to add this song to my profile. And just, boom, you know, shit like yeah. that. Like, I found out about a bunch of random things just from going to, like, a friend's page. And, like, they had just some random ass song. And I'm like, oh, this is tight. I'm going to check this band out. For sure. Dude, okay. So, I just, I just did a quick Google. And Book Your Own Fucking Life was, it went out with, you remember that magazine, Maximum Rock and Roll? negative okay so it was like it was like a i don't know how mag- to read tina you know <laughs> well it's got a lot of it's got a lot of sick band photos like i used to i used to buy it was before like Return there used to, the to be like yeah like maximum rock and roll and like uh what's it called um circus and like, oh, okay yeah it was like those, those metal yeah. magazines yeah and and so i guess book your own fucking life was like a zine that went with the magazine and uh, it was like a do-it-yourself resource, black and white booklet. That's pretty cool. For bands to have a database to book their shows. That's pretty rad. Yeah. And like, that's dope. I don't, that shit doesn't exist anymore. You know, I don't think, definitely I don't know. Not. I don't definitely know that local, <laughs> the locals, local scenes have that as much anymore, you know, of, of the yeah, it's probably not like needed as much, but it's, yeah, it's, I mean, there's like so many more resources that it makes it easier, but kind of harder. I feel like. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's totally not needed, I guess, because you used to have to go on tour so people would hear about your music because there wasn't really internet wasn't that popping, but now yeah, but, more people will probably hear your music on the internet than out on tour. Exactly. Yeah. Your first, like, first, like, first handful of tours are usually just you going to be like, Hey, look, we're a band. Like, I wonder if you'd even play to like, like on some of our bands, first tours, would we even play to like 5,000 people on an entire tour? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's insane. Where, whereas if you got maybe 5,000 streams over the course of a month, which is how long a tour would be maybe. Yeah. That I was don't like think, huge. That would have yeah. been huge. Yeah. That would have been super huge, man. It's just, it's totally but different. But at the same now. time, I feel yeah, like it could have been harder because it's just way easier for people now to A, record music and B, like promote it. And yeah. it. like, you know, there's, it's kind of, you know, catch 22 in that sense. To any young musicians listening, it's easier now than it ever was. So make mu- so make music yeah, and get out exactly. there. You don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to sweat it out in a van for months with stinky socks and but leftover jack least in once. the box. But you should at least once. <laughs> Very true. At well, least you, <laughs> you will. You will when you have to go on tour. Yeah, yeah. But for you sure. kind of don't have to go on tour anymore to yeah, have as, people you hear don't about have to your grind band as hard. Yeah, because people at least just people can people tech, can hear about your band from a lot of other internet sources now. And, um, and that's kind of good. Cause that'll give your young bands some time to rehearse and make sure you sound as good as your awesome and computed recordings. Yeah. We probably, <laughs> well, no, they just put all that on uh, iPods now probably. Yeah, for sure. I'm just <laughs> iPod. Yeah, that's what we do. Or, oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean a laptop oh, <laughs> or, no, or an oh. iPhone ipod oh, i'm talking I, about tracks oh okay yeah but i thought you were like calling me out because i said an ipod like it was just like 
showing my age or something. Oh, no, no, no. I an was just, iPod? Yeah, I was like, damn, you guys still running from the iPod? Yeah, dude, all of our drums are on an iPod 3. I don't even play live. That's sick. I always wondered. Yeah. It was always so <laughs> that's quiet sick. on stage. Imagine, like, there's got to be somebody that's really good at faking the playing the drums. Oh, there has to be. There's got to be. Like, if I anyone, mean, this, yeah, if anybody, if knows, anyone knows like, of YouTube any, can you please just like send me some YouTube videos and yeah, I really want to see what it looks and sounds like. That makes all the faces and all the movements, but doesn't hit anything. And it looks awesome. There's got to be. Yeah. There's at least 10 of them out there. I know. I would hope so. <laughs> I mean, what's the point of all this technology if you can't, you know, use it for shit like that? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, it just started fucking storming hard. That sucks. Did you... Were you guys free of that hurricane that happened? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, it missed us. Okay, cool. I saw it was kind of going up that way, but I think you guys are on the opposite side. Yeah, there's another one. Uh, there's a couple more brewing in the Atlantic right now, but they're supposed to... Well, they, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about, but they said they're, spo- they're supposed to kind of like veer up more north and hit like the Carolinas or something, but oh, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> one time, one time when I was a kid, uh, we went on, my family went on a, a cruise out of Orlando and it was during hurricane season and it was oh, during, <laughs> it was during hurricane Andrew back oh, in like, what? wait, d- wait, hurricane Andrew, like the one that was like a category yeah. five. Like, yeah. The one, the holy, one, the, yeah, that one was 90s. like one of the worst ones like that's ever hit Florida. Yeah. If not the worst. Yeah, so we were out there at that time, little California Arteaga family. (laughs) (laughs) Lil Fuego, the youngest of Fuegos. The Fuego fam. (laughs) And uh, and and yeah, so the the um, we weren't able to we weren't able to leave. Everywhere was closing. I'll never forget um, how like scary it was driving on the streets because people weren't using the stop signs or anything, you know, like it oh, was I like, bet, man. I bet. it was like pandemonium. And, um, man, that's, that's scary. I'm surprised they even fucking like, even were like, yeah, sure. We're going to fucking take this cruise out here. <laughs> yeah. So, so then it, so then like it was, um, then it ended up that it like, we missed it and it was rescheduled. So then we oh, okay. went on the other one, but it was like, insane i had never seen weather oh, like yeah, that that was before. a huge that, that was a bad that, yeah i'm pretty sure that's like the worst hurricane that's ever hit Florida. yeah well damn. at least in the last like you know 50 60 years yeah damn that's crazy but yeah that was yeah, wild. Dude, i appreciate you doing this dude i gotta go fucking do some shit around here i've been yeah brother been uh you know lazy procrastinating yep sounds good dude it was good talking to you let's do it again sometime yeah man i'm uh I'm home for the next way too long, so nice. let's play well, some video hey. games. Let's play some Fortnite or something. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna come to our show in October. Mark your calendar. What day in October? It's October 9th. Okay. And to all those listening, we'll be there. if you're in yes. the Florida area, Orlando, come see Papa Roach and the Mice and Men, and uh, hang out with your boys. Fuck yeah! Cool. Love you, dude. All right, dude. Love you too. Take care. Yeah, be, be get out there. See you, dude. Thank you, Tino, for being a part of the In a Nutshell podcast. That was my uh, my commercial voice. Yeah, it's a cool name to have, Tino. Yeah, Valentino Artiega. <laughs> if I said that wrong, sorry, Tino. You know I love you. So yeah, this has been pretty much our episode. Um, any anything you want to talk about, Drew? Well, I mean, 
Oh shit! Well, we do have a festival coming up. Actually, I forgot. I wanted to. Oh I yeah. Need to start looking at my notes more because we were gonna wrap with that. I thought. Yeah. Well, this is my show, Drew. Okay. Well, I just I, <laughs> this yeah. is my show, Drew. Self help fest, Detroit. Yeah, we, we're good at going off on tangents. So yeah. So yeah. Let me just pull it up because you know I just play drums and I don't really know all the all beats. The... So I'm gonna make sure so I don't leave. All right. You guys I know. Straight. I know for sure. So, so yeah. Detroit. Detroit. Great fucking lineup. Great fucking lineup. We got <laughs> the one and only, the limpest of biscuits. Limp, Limp biscuit. biscuit. <laughs> and uh, we also have Fred. Turnstile. We got fucking Beartooth. Beartooth. We got fucking Asking Alexandria. Asking Alexandria. Turnstile. Yeah, I said that. But yeah, they are Knocked worth mentioning loose. twice. Knocked loose. Yeah, this shit is, this is a S- banger. Is it Siler or this is a Siler? Ba- yeah, Siler. Siler. Um, yeah, man. If you're not there, like, yeah, it's just I don't it's good vibe. Well, that's what I like about self help too. It's like since you guys set it up where everyone can watch each band, you can take breaks, of course, if you don't like someone or 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 you just want to take a break. But dude, you can watch every band, and it's like it's cool because everyone's just stoked to like they're real receptive. Like I've noticed that like everyone's pretty excited just to see the band. Yeah, so it's yeah. like a lot of the smaller bands get played like they wouldn't maybe listen to them. like a wage. Like I saw. At uh, when Wage War was playing here in Orlando, I just saw a guy that looked like you know, you know, forties, fifties rocker dad shirt off. Hell yeah, self you know? help is a full and on he was rocker like, dad. And you can like, tell he just approved took, festival. Yeah, but he was taking his daughter there, and she was all like running up, and then they started some heavy riff, and he just like it's the he puts up the metal horn hands Fuck like yeah. at chest level, and then he just Hell keeps yeah. pumping it up where he's Dude, like, yeah, and it's like everyone just has a great time. Like yeah, it's great. The story we so tra- far was awesome last year. Yeah, we always try to just you know. Every year and every spot. That's why, you know, a couple of years have been skipped in certain places. That's why, you know, we don't we don't just wanna do the festival just just to do, do it. it. Like yeah. we wanna like make it a a worthwhile experience for not only, you know, the fans of course, but the bands as well. Like we try to mm. pick the line like make it diverse enough but also like, you know, not too many stages, not too many bands, not yeah. and just make you know, just like a ref- it usually takes us probably a full like six seven months to even like come up with the the small lineups we yeah. have just because like we just well that's what know, i like we're all about involved it, on it we you know we want we try to have the you know even mm. from the backstage side of things like we try to you know because mm. we know how it is playing those festivals where you know the the, the promoters clearly don't give a fuck about spending money yeah. on anything aside from just what they need to and it's mm. like that's when you're a full-time touring band you want you know some decent catering at least, you know, mm. you want a clean toilet, you want a place to mm-hmm. go to when you're you know, like outside of a van or a bus or whatever. Yeah. Like, and so from that side, we try to, you know, we just try to make it quality, not quantity. And that's, we're not playing this one. Uh, you know, we, we people always get confused play, about that. Yeah, I know. I, I, I love playing them, but you know, we gotta, we, it's not going to be an every year thing. So we, for us, yeah. we just want it to be something that will outlive a day to remember, hopefully yeah. like, and that will be a cool thing forever. Or it can go on even simultaneous, like, if you yeah, guys yeah simultaneously, but you know, even if a day to remember when, and if hopefully if, <laughs> you know, we aren't a thing, like we want that to still remain a cool thing that we're still always a part of and still, yeah. Still there for. Yeah. That's cool. So, uh, have you been busy with that this week, or what else did you have go on? Um, well, I haven't been busy with much. My body's been recovering from um, <laughs> Neil's bachelor party in Cabo San Lucas. How was, was that? 
it was fun until it wasn't. I will leave it at that. Uh, all I will say is be very careful in Cabo. Uh, had one of the scariest experiences of my entire life. And just in case my mom's listening, I'm going to keep it at that. She worries enough. I love her to death. I don't want to be the cause of her death by her worrying about me. So, yeah, that's been it. I mean, yeah, I had a scary situation in Tijuana once. Oh, God. But I think a lot of people have a similar story. <laughs> it's the craziest place. Have you ever been to Tijuana? Uh, negative. I've been to Tijuana Flats many times. Oh, I think I want to go there later. Yeah. But, uh, plug you know yeah, yeah please sponsor me not the podcast just me with yeah. free tacos or yeah, burritos totally. or desserts churros anything hot sauce free hot sauce oh yeah they have a, they always like smack my ass and call me you know sally they'll like smack my ass and call me i'm not sally. familiar with that one that smack my ass <laughs> Tijuana know, Flats is like, that's like their thing they have we have a lot of smack my ass salt isn't that a weird thing for a business to have like a little bit like, hey, yeah, in we're 2018. We're hip, definitely we're cool. a weird thing to have. Smack my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want this sauce? It's called smack my ass. Wash and, my balls. And it's like, oh, yeah, I, that I love, sounds appetizing. I love Let when you go to one. those, like, like St. Augustine or a place that has a hot sauce shop, and so much stuff is like, is basically puns off burning assholes. They're like, yeah. blow your ass open with warnings sauce. like you will get an ulcer if you ha- if you take <laughs> more than three yeah. milliliter or I don't know like death bomb yeah, hellfire. Exactly. You know, don't put it near your eyes. You know, like shit like that. Pay the blood tax. <laughs> yeah, it's like with, with this hot sauce. <laughs> I, I remember one they had at fire uh, firehouse was scorned woman and had the Bible oh, verse God. like hell hath no fury like a scorned woman. Oh man. <laughs> That's a kind of fucked up thing to say, though. Man, that is fucked up. Oh, man. Also, (laughs) before I forget, speaking of Cabo and terrifying things, as if I didn't want to get home enough already for things you can just just imagine something really scary happening to you in Mexico. And then imagine getting on the first flight. You're just like so stoked. You're like, hell yeah, I'm on my way home. I'm alive. I'm here. And then you, I don't know if you, if you've listened to previous episodes, we talked about near-death experiences. And we talked about hitting another airplane's backwash i believe it's called and it sounded you know we thought the plane exploded whatever else it happened again yeah <laughs> on the first flight really? on our way back home and it was even worse than the first time like mm-hmm. they did the pilot this time didn't come on and tell us that that happened but i remember that feeling we were just riding and all of a sudden uh again it was like it almost felt and sounded like we hit like a fucking Something massive, like if you were going to or something. And then uh, stewardess, or uh, the flight attendant, who was like probably five feet in front of me in the little galley in the front, like trying to like make food and drinks and stuff, she fl- completely gets launched up into the air mm-hmm. and slammed back onto the ground, like on her side, almost like hit her head on the, the counter. And for a good six, seven seconds, we were just like it felt like we were just nose diving. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't just turbulence. It was felt like we were just free falling like straight down. And then I guess they finally pulled up uh, enough to be, and they were fine, but I will say I'm pretty shook. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, yeah, I was sitting next to Neil and Neil and I just kind of looked at each other while it was going on and just kind of like, didn't say anything or just kind of like, well, <laughs> yeah, uh, it it wasn't, it was intense. I hope that doesn't happen to anyone, <laughs> but I figured it'd be worth bringing up since we just talked about this. Like, too, I, yeah, that's I crazy. I spoke that into existence. Yeah, that's again. crazy, I man. Shouldn't do that. 
<laughs> yeah, probably so shouldn't have talked about this again. So I should be more careful on my bike then. Be careful in Cabo. Be ca- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't yeah, be careful on your bike. Yeah. Be careful when doing anything, pretty much. Just, <laughs> hey, yeah, people sure. out there. Don't be drunk on Twitter past a certain time. I mean, you know, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I need, to, just, I need to go check some things right now. Yeah, right. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, it's kind of... Uh, Oh, speaking of being drunk on Twitter, what about Elon Musk? This oh week? man! Oh man! They yeah, said, well, I guess, dude. I guess I mean I want to say I respect it, but he didn't even inhale. You know, like well, his stock points dropped nine, like nine percent. Yeah, next but day. if your stock points are gonna drop, you might as well inhale. <laughs> you know, like you're you're gonna like that. I don't get it. It was just so funny like, how it's like just Joe Rogan and Elon Musk. Now, now we're talking about you know the, Joe Rogan in his head was like. Pussy. <laughs> it was just so funny. He was probably just like, man, really, this dude. Like, I'm offering you this. You know, he. he pro- I don't know. It's just weird. It's just I like what when things like that that aren't really controversies happens. Like Twitter is just a weird landscape of entertainment because it's not regular interaction. It's like, same. oh yeah, and it's like th- those podcasts are like what three hours long. Yeah, and it's like I guarantee there's probably some. Re- I haven't watched. I haven't listened mm-hmm. to it yet, but I've been meaning to. But. I, I would be willing to bet without hearing it, there were probably a lot of like very interesting things that were talked about mm-hmm. that just got completely overshadowed by this fake ass blunt. Yeah. Hit. Like, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. he didn't even inhale. Come on. Yeah. Like, it was just funny. Leave just, Elon alone. Just like the, the, <laughs> the Twitter personalities that become like, you know, they're like political comment, whether it's political yeah. or like social, like com- commentators. Is that the word? I think so. Or something. Right. Anyways, and it's like the people that are just personalities just for giving their opinion. And it's, it's a dang like, old social talk, man. And they're like, you I'll know. i church the, it up, boy. Yeah, I like the really like conservative guys because they always have the same stern like headshot, you know. Like they oh, have yeah. like really nice haircuts and they're like. They, they, I haven't smiled in 37 yeah, years. Yeah, it's like <laughs> they kind of look like they're like the the evil stepbrother out of a bachelor contender, you know, but then they're like just staring into the camera. Like I'm here to tell you who's boss, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, so yeah, this has been, um, episode four. Yeah. Episode four of in a nutshell podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. We will be more prepared next week. I can't promise it, but I'm going to throw that there out there. And the, sure. In yeah. The Atmos. And, I'm we'll sure we could prepared. be more prepared. <laughs> I didn't play any calls because none of you guys really even called in. I don't even know if you guys are even still listening. Just kidding. But if you want to call, the number is... Oh, fuck. Again, man, I should just have this written down by my computer. Yeah. <laughs> the number's in the link. No, yeah, it's in the link, but I'm going to say it just because for... Um, yeah, here we go. The number is 321. Wait, God damn it. All right. 321-754-3133. Prices and participation may vary. <laughs> but yeah, call in. Be on the show. We'll answer your questions. We will uh, give you love advice. We will give you... Um, food advice. Food advice. We will... Uh, I don't know, man. Just whatever you think we could answer, which is a broader range than you yeah. might think from listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Send it in. Call it in. Tweet it at us. DM it to us. Send us a postcard to wherever. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to give out my address, but yeah. send a postcard somewhere. Yeah. Send one to your grandma. She actually pro- she probably, probably would like appreciate yeah. that yeah. more. And with a photo of like you like at a pool or something, living life. Yeah. 
So, in a nutshell, drink more water, be nice to each other, and... You want this sauce? It's called Smack My Ass and Wash My Balls. (laughs) 